Hey everybody, and welcome to another episode of Alicia Shanice Reviews. I am your host, it's your girl Shanice, coming back at you with another podcast. We are on episode 130, and today's topic is Power Book 4. Force, baby, we about to get into it. We about to break it down. And we about to dissect this shit right here. Y'all know over here on this platform, we support everything 50 Cent in the power universe. And this this one right here, this one right here, this is what the game has been missing. We I can already tell. Chicago, this is what the game has been missing. This episode was amazing. Um, the cast, the crew, you can already tell they about to bring it to the table. And I can tell y'all right now who my new favorite character I can already tell is about to be. It's about to be Diamond. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I got so much <clears throat> of that gritty feeling like the original power in this one. Oh, yeah, this is it right here. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I hope you guys tune in for these 10 weeks as we recap each episode like we do over here. I did drop my Power Book 2 Ghost season finale, so make sure you guys check out my recap on that. And don't forget, February 23rd, um, Snowfall returns, so we'll start doing weekly recaps on that as well. Mine's will be every Thursday night. So um, just to get this out the way, if you want to find me or, you know, follow me on social media, I am very boring on there, but hey, I do, (laughs) I put my uploads and when I drop videos and content or whatever, but I am the most boringest person on social media, I ain't gonna lie, but if y'all want updates from when I post, y'all can hit me up on there. Facebook is Alicia Shanice. Instagram, Alicia Shanice Reviews, and you can email me at Alicia Shanice Reviews 13 at gmail.com. I also, one thing I do got some good taste in is music. My music ears is long range. I have made all of my music playlists public exclusively on Spotify. And with the times we are living in now, it is very just stressful. Depression is at all time high. One thing that always kind of solves the problem, make it a little better, is music. So check out my music playlist on Spotify. All you have to do is type in Shanice Loves. And I got hip-hop, R&B, country, rock, gospel, blues, elevator music from the 90s. Um, I'm writing a book. I got my book playlist that I listen to when I write on there. I got it all, baby. It's a whole vibe. Even a late night, you know, a little late night playlist when you with your little boot name. I got you. I got you. Vibe, vibe, vibe. I even have like a chill vibe of Neo Soul. So just check out my music playlist, hit follow and enjoy. Um, You can always inbox, DM or email me if you have any special requests for anything you would like for me to recap. You can inbox, DM or email me. You send me your request. Give me a couple days to get back to you. I'll check out your recap and then I'll upload it. It could be a mu- um it could be a music album, it could be a documentary or it could be a TV show or a movie. And I love documentaries. So if you guys want to send me one that you loved and want to hear my thoughts and reviews on it, hit me up. I promise you, even if you just want to hit me up to say what's up. That's cool too. Um so back to the show. We are about to start our journey in the power universe for 10 weeks with Power Book uh, 4 Force, starring the talented 
Joseph Sakura playing Tommy Egan. Lily Simmons will be playing Claudia Flynn. Tommy Flanagan will be pay- playing Walter Flynn. We got Gabrielle Ryan who will be paying be playing Gloria. Shane Harper who will be playing Vic Flynn. We got Lucian Cambrick who will be playing Darnell McDowell. Isaac Keys who will be playing Diamond who I think is about to be my favorite character. Then we got <clears throat> Anthony Fleming, who will be playing J.P. Gibbs, and Chris D. Lofton, who will be playing Jannard Sampson. So we can already tell Tommy's time will be in Chicago, and we see the Finn family, which is uh, Walter and his kids, kids, Claudia and Vic, they kind of run the town, and then we got the CBI crew, which is Diamond and his brother Jay. They run their side of town. Then we got Tommy. And I'm thinking that Tommy and uh, Diamond, they going to link up and it's kind of going to be like that ghost and Tommy relationship. And then we got Gloria, the bartender, who just got it on with Tommy and looked like she got something with Vic as well, who, you know, their family is powerful. And it's giving you that mafia gritty feeling, you know, so we can already tell it's about to be something. So on that note, let's go ahead and get into the show. And shout out to 50 Cent. Curtis Jackson. Y'all make sure y'all check out my 50 Cent tribute. And Courtney Kemp, who, you know, started this whole beautiful Power Universe thing. The whole cast and crew, the Power Universe stars, etc., etc. Let's get into the show and talk force. Name is Shanice, and she's the one. Her name is Shanice, and she's the one. All right, so let's go ahead and talk about the title. It is called A Short Fuse and a Long Memory. And the description reads, On his journey to L.A., Tommy stops in Chicago, only to discover shocking news about... About his family, Tommy must decide whether he is going to force his skeletons back in the closet or put down roots in the Windy City. And we see that's what he is going to do, baby. So this um, episode was really, really good um, because it introduced us to all of the important people and, you know, kind of got us all wound in. So this was a really good premiere. Really, really, really good premiere. It opens and we see Tommy going 100 on the highway, reminiscing of the flashes of the past. He goes from 80, takes a hit of that cigarette, punches a little bit more, go to 90, take another hit of that cigarette, goes to 100, tears coming down his eyes as he reminisces about his mom, how they got into it at the end, about Keisha, about Ghost. Tariq. Then you see that sign, Lansing or Chicago, and he goes to the right and lands in the windy city of Chicago. 
So he keeps getting um, incoming calls from Los Angeles. And we see he pulls over at a house that, you know, it looks like he might have been familiar with in the past. And we see some bozo <laughs> walking up talking about some he the tax man and, you know, it's a parking fee for parking here. And we see, we see Tommy, he knew whoever stayed in his home. So after Tommy gets done doing what Tommy does, which is, you know, slapping his ass around, he asks him like, you know, where is the lady who used to uh, live here? Where is she buried at? And dude is like, you lucky I ain't got my gun on me. But, you know, she ain't dead. She, you know, over at um, Menard's nursing home. So Tommy goes to the nursing home. And he gets emotional when he sees her in a wheelchair and he leaves. Now, as he's leaving, um, we go into the jail and we meet Diamond for the first time, who looks like he's about to get released from jail. He's like a jail barber, cuts everybody hair. And we see he's in there with like an old prisoner, probably somebody who looked out for him a lot, gave him a lot of game. And, you know, he's kind of like, taking his time while he's cutting his hair like you know and do like you need to hurry up and once those doors open I don't ever want to see you in here again so while he's walking out shout out to Jay Moore Reviews Jay Moore Reviews does the same thing I do but has been doing it much much longer he is on YouTube he was one of the prisoners who was sitting there like let him walk out now but you know, when he get comfortable, we're going to get to him. Shout out to J-Mo. I, I was so shocked to see him. I watch his reviews all the time with him and Lamont and um, uh, <clears throat> when they are in Moochie, when they all do theirs, uh, I've had consultations with Lamont. So shout out to him. He is amazing. But shout out to J-Moore Reviews. Check out his recaps. He does the same thing I do, but he does more YouTube. That was him. He got a gig in the show. So that is what's up. Congratulations, my brother. Um. So it goes back and we see Tommy, he walks in a bar and he starts a conversation with the bartender, Gloria. And we get a little flirtation going on there. He's talking about how good the soup smells. She liked the kitchen clothes right now, but you can come back in later. So, you know, we get a little flirtation vibe going on, but we go back to the prison. And we see Diamond gets released from jail. Now, you can tell just from how the prisoners was looking at him on how the older man looked at him and how even, the, you know, the COs looked at him. He's special. Like, you can tell he was respected and he's special. So we, we're going to get a lot out of this Diamond character. Like, I can already tell he's going to probably be one of my favorites. I think he's going to have a lot to bring to this show. But, like, you can just tell the respect they have for him in there that he's something special. And probably not to be messed with. So when he walks out of jail, he gets released. Um, you know, him and a dude was kind of going back and forth, not in a bad way, but just about the shoes. And, you know, the, the CO was trying to buy him. And he like, they worth more than that. But we see he actually gave up his shoes, you know. So when his brother uh, sees him, he's like, where are your shoes? And I know he like, man, it ain't even like that. And we see his brother. He didn't already got him set up. He's happy to see him. And, you know, it's all love there. It's all love. <laughs> So we go into the next scene and we see Tommy standing on the street, smoking on a stogie. And here comes somebody else tripping about a damn parking spot. What's up with all this parking spot tripping? Damn. <laughs> 
But we can tell early on that the guys who kind of roll up on him this time, like the first guy, he was just some bozo. But these guys might be important. We see early on. We are introduced to Claudia and her father, Walter Flynn. So we meet the powerful uh, Finn family who runs Chicago. So this is like their city. And we can see early on, she wants more power in the organization. And she wants to do what her brother does. She wants to hit the nitty gritty streets. And her father has to remind her of the order of the family. She's supposed to be like the smart one. She handles the business side. She handles the books. But the streets are supposed to be off limits to her. So we get into the next scene. And one of the guys who worked for the Finn family, he comes up to Tommy. Because Tommy had to kind of like, you know, he let him know, like, I like how you handled yourself, but when, you know, about the parking spot, but, you know, that's the Finn family, so you might not want to stick around town, you know, you, after pissing them off. So we see early on, the Finn family is powerful, and they see early on, Tommy ain't no joke either, because when they pulled over tripping, tripping about that parking spot, Tommy went bagging down to do kind of came at him with some respect, you know, the older man. So when we get into the bar, we see that Vic, who is going to be Walter's son. So he's a part of the Finn family. So we know Vic is going to be important. His family, they hold Stanima in Chicago. Now we also see that he has a special thing and he cares for her is Gloria the bartender. So that's going to be interesting to see how this plays out during this season. And we see that they have a thing and you can tell early on that he kind of cares about her. He even tells this man, like, make sure nobody fucks with her. <laughs> you know, you're going you gonna to babysit her tonight. So <clears throat> the man, he ends up seeing Tommy again and he warns him again, like, get out of town. Just go. Tommy goes back into the bar and, you know, the guy who Vic left in there to babysit. He was just being an asshole. He harassing one of the girls in there. He's doing all type of lines. He getting high off his own supply. He just doing the most. And he even tried to get up in Gloria's face. And I like how Gloria handled that. She like, look, babysitter. I don't need a babysitter. And you're a bag man. An errand boy, bitch. <laughs> she like, get the fuck off of me. I'm like, okay, Gloria. We see, we, we see she ain't gonna be about no games early on in the season. And he was just a joke from the start. So <clears throat> Tommy makes a trip outside after him. And he does what Tommy Egan does. And he lets him know, like, oh, you was talking that shit outside? You can say whatever you want about Tom Brady. But Larry Burke, he's a fucking national treasure. And gets to doing what Tommy does. And shit, Gloria come outside, she's smiling. She like, she like what she sees. She like, damn, Tommy, you know, I'm liking the action you put in. So she liking all the action he done put in. They go straight to handling action on both ends. They go straight to the boom, boom room, baby. So we get into the next scene. And we go to the club scene where we see it's, all type of shit going on in here. It's like a powder party, everything in the world going on in there. Uh, Claudia, she meets somebody. They go have them some a time, child, and it's a powder party. 
they doing lines, drugs, everything. It kind of puts you in the mind of like the old 90s um, model parties, the fashion model parties. But we get into the next scene. And Gloria and Tommy, they still getting it on. They finish up. And they kind of get to know each other a little bit more. Like, uh, we learned that her husband had served. And when he, you know, went away, he never came back. And Tommy, you know, asked her, you know, he kind of gets emotional thinking about Lakeisha. And he like, well, did you enjoy being married? And, you know, he tells her that he came close to being married. So we can see a connection early on with these two that, you know, there'll be an item. And we go into the next scene. And Tommy still has dude's phone. And he shows up in his place to meet Vic and he makes him take him straight to the connect. Like Tommy, he gave no fucks. He said he ain't got nothing to lose anyway. So this was just a mess when they got in here. You got them and the other dude from the CBI crew in there. And, you know, you got the crack baby one and crack baby two. They just all over the place. They trying to do a stick up. Tommy ends up killing both of them. Dude from the CBI crew talking about his gun got jammed up. And Vic, he just, you can already tell Vic going to be something else. So that whole scene was a mess. <laughs> Tommy showed both of them out. He controlled the whole situation. And Vic had to pay up. So we get into the next scene. And Diamond wakes up. He's like sleeping on the floor. More than likely, you know, he's probably institutionalized from being locked up for those 15 years because he got a nice big bed right next to him, but he's on the floor, sleep. And he kind of wakes up, just looks outside like, you know, can't believe he's free. So we see when he meets up with his brother, his brother tells him about this crazy white boy. Came in saving everybody ass. Looking like Casper the Friendly Ghost. And, you know, Diamond looking like, what? You, you mean you let this white, what? <laughs> Diamond like, you know, he can't believe what he's hearing. So we get in the next scene and Vic and Claudia, they talk about the business and also staying away from the coke game. You know, that's their thing. They stay away from the coke game and also, you know, what happened with Tommy. So you've got both crews learning of what happened. And we go to the next scene and we see Tommy does a little research. He's looking through his phone. He's looking up the Finn family. He also looks up the CBI crew and he's seen the leader. You know, he was sentenced to 15 years in prison and it's a picture of Diamond. So we also see that he is constantly ignoring this call coming from Los Angeles for whoever he was about to go down there and do some work for. So Tommy goes to visit the lady again, and we find out that it is his grandmother. And he gets really, really emotional, and it's a message on the back of the picture. And when he's leaving out, we see somebody is following him and come to find out when he, you know, turns around and he getting ready to pull his strap out. It's his long lost fucking brother. Cause he like, what is you doing here? Ain't nobody been to see her in six years. And he like, I'm her grandson. He like, I'm her grandson. He like, what the fuck? You know, dude got the message on tattooed on him. And then Tommy got the message on the back of the picture. So they both confused. Like what the fuck? Caden had a whole damn black son child <laughs> and left him with the daddy. But they end up trading numbers. Tommy fills him in like, you ain't miss on nothing with Kate. You know, you probably got better than me, honey. And, you know, he like, this whole time I thought my mom was dead. 
So they catch up. And we go into the next scene, and Diamond, he goes into his barbershop. His brother bought for him when he was in a joint. It's like, damn, that's what's up. You could tell this barbershop meant a lot to him. He, you know, you could tell it's something special about Diamond already. And, you know, that was love right there. And it's called Chicago's Brothers uh, Incorporated. And that's where they get the CBI from. So you can just tell his brother didn't set him up nice. You can tell he's probably going to be trying to change his life and be that new man. But something is probably going to draw him back in. Because I know that him and Tommy, they're going to be working together. So, you know, he also tries to tell his brother, like, look, I know business has changed over the years, but so have I. And I'm not about the murder game right now. Like, I'm trying to change my life. I'm trying to do right. I'm trying to get this business in a whole nother direction. There's so much ways out there to make money to do this. We don't have to go back to being the same young knuckleheads we was back there. So we go into the next scene and Tommy is at the gas station. He's filling up the car. He balls up his brother's phone number, but then he takes it back out. You know, you can just see that Tommy is still going through a lot of emotions. When he left New York, everything was just a mess. He lost his whole crew. He lost his brother. He killed his father. He lost his fiance. He had really grew close with Cash. The whole St. Patrick family was a mess. And this whole time, that has been his family. Tommy is emotional. He killed his own father. It's just so much. And then he still has a lot of past beef that probably will catch up with him somehow because it's in Chicago. You know, the mob is in Chicago. And Tommy still has all of those mafia connections where he killed all of those people before he left New York. So it's just a whole lot Tommy is going through and he's all alone. So, of course, he's going to be walking into all this shit like this because he really feel like he don't have nothing to lose. So... We get into the next scene and we go into the barbershop and I didn't know what the hell was going on here. I'm like, what is this dude about to be on? But some guy walked in. I just didn't know what was, what was he about to be on? And, you know, Diamond kind of just sat back playing it cool and you could tell he was getting ready to, to off him, but. When he lifted his shirt up to answer that phone, he had a badge. So he was an officer. So I'm thinking he might be a dirty officer. Who knows? But um, we're going to see. So he ends up leaving. We see he already knew who Diamond was. He like, welcome home, Diamond. So I'm thinking this officer is probably going to be dirty and going to give him some problems. So, we go into the next scene, and Tommy gets rolled on by four trucks. They are locked, and they are loaded. And they are ready for revenge, war, it all. <laughs> they came ready, packed, and loaded, and they are all with the Finn organization. So, we can already tell the Finn family, baby, they ain't about to be about no games, no jokes they take him to Mr. Walter Finn and we can tell that he's going to be something very very powerful and you know he tells him like you know all the fires that you have started here I'm going to put them out for you but I think it's about time you get in your car and you leave you say goodbye to Chicago and go out west where you said you were going (laughs) And he orders him out of the city. 
And Tommy tells him, like, oh, you're welcome for, you know, saving your son's life. <laughs> so he gets in his car, drives off, lights up a stogie. And Tommy, being Tommy Egan, calls Los Angeles. Like, you know what? I don't work for nobody. I'm about to start my own shit up. It's a U-turn. And Tommy say he ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Welcome to the Windy City, baby. It's his. And that was my recap of Power Book 4 Force. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Just short and sweet because this episode didn't have a lot to talk about. It just was mainly the introduction of the characters letting us know what to expect. I liked on how they did it. They brought Tommy in. We seen, because, you know, remember when he killed, uh, what was two-bit friend with the glasses? I liked him. He was funny as hell. Remember when he was like, I'll tell you where I'm going, but if I tell you, I got to kill you, then you shot him in his little glasses. <laughs> what was his name? Was it Tiny or some shit? I can't remember. But uh, he was going to LA. So we were all wondering, like, how is he going to get into Chicago? What made him stop there? Like, is he going to know anybody? And all of this time we've been watching Power, it's just been him and his mom. So it was good to see, you know, that he had an emotional connection with another family member, which was his grandmother. And then, you know, now he has a whole brother in Chicago. So it's going to be interesting to see what his brother's character brings to the table. And then we got uh, Diamond. He's getting out of prison. You can tell he's well-respected. And he's running the CBI crew. And then we got the Finn family, who we can tell they're going to be something very powerful and special. And they got a lot of connections and then you know we got their side and then it's introduced us even to the officer so we don't even know what he's going to be about so we're just seeing so much that's going to be brought here and the bartender her story you can tell she's going to bring a lot to it as well because um I think when Tommy meets Diamond they're going to hit it off from the beginning and they're going to probably become like Ghost and Tommy was but Vic Finn, him and Tommy, then already started off bad terms. And then Mr. Finn has already ordered him out of the city. And not only that, you about to be smashing the chick who Vic Finn is in love with. So that's going to bring a whole nother fucking love triangle that's just going to be a mess, you know? So, yes, they did a really good job for this premiere. I can't wait to recap it. I hope you guys come back for these uh, 10 weeks and we recap 10 episodes. And then after that, um, we got Power Book 3, Raising Canaan returning, BMF returning, Power Book 2 returning. Then, you know, uh, they're going to be bringing out influence. That's what the Power Universe. Don't forget uh, 50 is doing Murder Was the Case. He's also doing a hip-hop police show. I think that's going to be on a different network, though. Um, the Flores Brothers. Ooh, I can't wait for that one. Y'all know I love anything like Narcos, and that's going to be like a Narcos type. So, yeah. So, yeah. Fifth doing the thing. Fifth doing the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was my recap. Don't forget, you guys can always hit me up. And I have a sleeper. I definitely have a sleeper. So let's go ahead and play it and let's keep it straight power. 50 Cent, Jeremiah Lil Dirk, Power, Powder, Respect.
cash gone. What else you want? Power, power, respect. I want that money and power. Shout out to 50 Cent. One thing 50 know how to do, 5th know how to put out them damn hits. When he do these songs for these shows, he still got it. He still got it. Um, <clears throat> Make sure y'all stream that. Power, Powder, Respect on all streaming services. Um, Don't forget, if you need to hit me up, feel free. I promise you, you can hit me up for any recap you want to request. Um, just make sure you guys have a beautiful week. A lot of our shows return. We will be recapping Queens, Big Sky returns, um, Snowfall is coming at the end of the month. And y'all know, you know, anything, uh, Power Universe, we're going to recap over here. And if you guys have any requests, make sure you hit me up. I will be doing quite a few documentary reviews for the month of February. So let's get it. And there's so much going on in the world right now. Just remember, just try to stay up. I'm wishing you guys positive energy, positive vibes. It is so much shit going on. You never know what nobody is going through. So I just always want to say I love my podcast family. Thank you so much for your support. And, you know, just try to do the best you can do in life. Don't try to compare your life to nobody else's because, you know, it all, sometimes it looks great on the outside, but it don't be that way on the inside. And what's meant for you will be for you. Try to, you know, just stay prayed up, manifest your destiny and, you know, have positive vibes. And then if something doesn't work out for you or you fall off, just say, you know what, this is going to make me go harder. Go harder, get up, and try again. Hope you guys have a beautiful Sunday. And it's your girl, Shanice, and I'm out. Hope you enjoyed the show with your girl, Shanice.